Doctrine and Devotion's fourth annual conference is going down September 18th and 19th in Geneva, Illinois. I know you guys have been waiting for it. Stay tuned for more details, but let me just tell you this right now. It's on Covenant Theology, Sam Renahan. Head on over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com slash conference for more details. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. It's a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. It got hot. What? It got hot in here. We don't have the air on. <laughs> I wasn't even going to talk about it. Yeah. yeah so we were. recorded Monday's episode, mm-hmm. and then Joe stood up mm-hmm. and took his shirt off. I popped it off. You know what? I pop, I popped off my shirt. No, you just like just like Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh, does on the yacht. That's no. what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're in this black. What do you, what do you, what do you call? What would you call it, Brian? Or what's your name, Jimmy? Jimmy. Well, yeah, thank well, you. That was yeah, very nice. I got a little confused. What would you call this kind of a T-shirt that I'm wearing right now? Oh, that's a sleeveless undershirt. A sleeveless yeah. undershirt. Well, that, it's not exactly a sleeve. It's not yes, merely it a sleeveless because yeah. you can buy a T-shirt that's a crew neck that simply has its sleeves off. But it's more like it's more like a tank top. It's more yeah, it's, like a, it's, it's a more, little it's, bit. Yep. It's a tank top mm-hmm. undershirt. Yep. Yeah. I, what, what other name were you thinking? Oh, I just know what they're called colloquially and have been called in the past. You know, uh, you know different things. Oh, you know, Joey, sorry. Used to be called that a long time ago. Italian tea. That's what it's called. My Italian neighbors they used to say that. Yeah, that's okay. what they call it. Okay. Nobody calls it that name. They used to call it a wife beater. Yeah, I, I, okay. For some I've reason, these, all yeah. of the terms for this kind of T-shirt are offensive. There isn't yeah. a polite one. No, no I, I felt all... like my tank top one was a good. <clears throat> Was a good it's way. It's a tank top. It's a tank top. But that sounds like a girly shirt. It's not a girly shirt. Kind of. No. Yeah. Not alone. What are you talking about? Yeah, because it's manly. Uh, no, no. It's those that think they're manly. It's overcompensating. For what? Exactly. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, oh, good. I'm all ripped, jacked. What? Yeah, man. Got the HGH where? going. We mean where? It's all, all muscle all over. Wait, wait. HGH? Human growth hormone. Yeah, that's how I stay ripped like uh, like all those big boys mm. in the movies. Ah, uh-huh. discipline mm. and drugs. That's how. Okay, I okay. So no, I'm a little doughy, but I got too hot. I had to pop. You it off. had to. You popped it off, mm-hmm. man. You just you ripped that thing off. I know. I know. And now I feel much better. Yeah, you look more relaxed. I do. Well, no air. We don't have the air on. No. Why do we turn it off? Oh, for it recording. Was ne- it was never on. Ah, uh, you never turned it on. It was cooler today. It, it is nice today. It, it was a pretty nice day. So. Um, we were thinking about what we we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because you know, we don't frequently plan <laughs> Thursday episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of whatever's on our mind. Yeah, right. And so we were talking. Sometimes that gets us in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I start calling t-shirts by their old traditional names, mm-hmm. um, somebody will be mad. But the um, we were talking about the, the current situation that the world is in, yeah. in our context, yeah, yeah, yeah. American culture, COVID, uh, politics. November, even my even my ten year old kids like when's the election again? <laughs> I'm like it's uh, oh because it, November. Which one's asking? The ten year old. Yeah. So which one, one is that? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, so obviously that's mm. Bonger. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get your kids in the names. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. So even Bonger understands that yeah. all of a sudden COVID is going to disappear in November. Well, that, yeah, that's uh, no. He's he's who like, is he listening to? Is he listening to Alex Jones again? No, he doesn't listen to that. He listens to us. Bonger oh. listens to the podcast. Hey, Bonger. Yeah. Such cheers a smart to you, kid. Bonger. Cheers. Um. No, he he wants to know because of the election. That's what he's like. What's going to happen? Mm. I said people are going to lose their mind. 
Yeah. And that's what we started talking about is, and we said, let's just, let's just record it. We'll have a conversation about, what'd you call it? Preparing for the fall. Preparing for the fall. And I think this is a really good subject because, yeah. you know, there will be a fall of America and we need to prepare for that um, um, by buying lots of food that you can keep in a, in a store to keep for 25 years. I can give you some links. Um, you know, preparing for the fall means having, you know, uh, obviously enough of firearms for self-defense. <laughs> um, you know, you want to have a bug out bag. Uh, you want to have a bug out vehicle. You want to have routes and Physical maps in case there's an EMP. So I'm a little confused right now because right. oh. I don't know if this is a bit or if you're serious. Well, you were saying the fall, and that's yeah. what I thought we were talking I, about. Like, like you blur this line. Oh, yeah. I don't blur lines. I color right inside. I all inside. <laughs> like where I can actually, I see you mm-hmm. in my t-shirt, my with a bug out bag. Yeah. Well, you know, do you have a bug out bag? You got to be prepared. Do you, you have know. what? What kind of? Well, all right, you know what? Okay. I want to hear this. Okay. Do you have a bug out bag? Nope. What kind of bag do you have? Get out a Dodge bag? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, know okay. I was like, oh, all right. No, the bu- whole. Okay, nobody cares. I was gonna go to the whole bug out bag. People get really into the bug out bag, but here's the thing. Uh, I got a family. A bug out. If I, if we did have to leave, if there was some catastrophic event and we had to leave our house, a bug out bag is not gonna be very useful. I want for you the to family. know now mm-hmm. that if they, if this everything locks down again, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna rectify my first mistake, which was I should have quarantined in Jamaica. Uh, yeah. You um, just Skype in, zoom in. Zoom in. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Take me with you. So when you were talking about the fall, in all seriousness, yeah. you were talking about the season, like preparing for the fall because we have certain expectations or anticipations about how things might go. Yeah. They might not pan out the way we think. No, no. And I think even today I had uh, some friends of mine from- uh, Jamaica. London. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we're just, we're texting back and forth and uh, just talking about like what what's the fall going to look like for them right like they've got they've got two kids as well older high school um and a lot rides on on for for over there there's some testing and schooling uh placements for colleges and mm. universities and um it's it's really important for the youth there right and how is that going to affect them in in how they're trying to you know what are they missing out by learning at home right right and and not having that that i mean it's different you know it's different i mean well, yeah. I, well I, and i'm not that's no disrespect to those that are um homeschooling because i think you've had time to prepare for that right. you know what you're doing yeah but for me the majority of the people that would have to do it i don't know what i'm doing right and michelle and i had a rude awakening on because we had to consider we're like man maybe 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 would homeschooling be all right? You know, because we can homeschool anywhere then. You know, we can go to Europe. We can go to Jamaica. We can go wherever, whenever. Right. And the kids can go. We, mm-hmm. we can get, like, the cheap flights and everything. Bug out bags. Bug out. <laughs> you could, yeah, and we could do, but man. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We no, were horrible. Yeah. I was horrible. My poor wife had to pick up so much slack and fix my mistakes. And that was just finishing up the year. That was just finishing up the year. I felt horrible for her. It's really hard. I mean, like, so people that have been homeschooling, they're in a sweet they, spot. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and now people are like, oh, hey, can you help us? You know, we used to mm-hmm. make fun of you, but will you actually help, help us now? Because we all have to homeschool yeah. to some degree. Yeah. Even the kids that are going back to school here in America, around here, like my son, he's in high school. He'll be going two days a week and the rest will be online. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Jen just decided I'm taking the two little ones and we're going to homeschool them again because uh, she can do a better job than what they're going to offer. The, they're, the hybrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not. You know, it's not. It, yeah. And listen, it, hats off to those that can, man. I'm telling yeah. you now, I, I've a lot more. I respected 
homeschool parents. Yeah. It went to a whole new level mm -hmm. when I messed up at home. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's hard. It's beautiful, but yeah, this is this is our, so people are expecting to go back to school, but they're starting to realize like, well, okay, not so much. And it's 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 particularly hard, especially when both parents work. What if you are dependent upon two incomes, and you've got kids that have yeah. to learn from home? They they need supervision. If they're in high school, they, they they're yeah, fine. Yeah, but, but if, like if, if they're if kids, the age, right? Yeah, right, the yeah. age if they're younger. They can't no. be left home alone to do this. Mm -hmm. So then how is that going to be? I know some places, um, I know of, uh, of a large company in the U.S. that- uh, Pillsbury. Not Pillsbury. Okay. But uh, uh, they're, anyone that is not needed at the factory yeah. or in their facilities, okay. like they're not working machines and stuff like that, office personnel, there's no longer offices, indefinitely, no offices. So are they're, they working from home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From now on- COVID, no COVID, you're home. I think that's a good thing that's happened is a lot of companies have realized uh, we can actually let a lot of these people work from home, decrease our office space yeah. and what we're renting, yeah. save so, money. So yeah, and that's exactly what they're trying that's to do because they're owned by a private equity firm that I think is going to try to turn them around right. and sell them in about a year. Private right? equity firms, yeah. And so uh, I think they're, they're looking to flip this. Mm -hmm. Now, who I do feel bad for is because along that same line are office personnel like assistants and things like that that their They're managers and bosses have learned oh i can i can do this without you yeah now those are the individuals i'm like where do you go from there that's hard it's, that's it's hard, impacting right? a lot of people like even even oh i got it well now then they don't like my lawyer right he's like man i got two assistants realized mm -hmm. didn't need them i'm like oh yeah but she gets me all the stuff i need he's like yeah i could i, I could do it too i'm like yeah Keep yeah, and it's though. like you know, it might be a little more work for him, but when the company has to save money, mm -hmm. you know, they have to make those cuts. And yeah, I mean, you just you when you don't have the 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 overhead, right? When you don't have the space that uh, anymore, you by out of necessity, you figure out like what you can do. No, and I, I mean, I've thought of that like even for my own business. Like, is it better? Should I work from home? Kind of a thing. Like, am I going <laughs> to save money? I can't do no, it. Yeah. I can't do it. Plus, I always like you can't yell at people virtually exactly. over Zoom. You got to, you got to get gotta in their face. There. They got to feel be, the spittle they, they, coming oh, oh, from your beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. I'm in a, I'm in an industry where like I got to be hands on. Yeah, that's just my style. You're also the guy that it, every, you know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be weird about it, but like you're the guy. You're the guy that's going to say the thing, and that's the thing that's going to be done. Like yeah, you, yeah. you kind of need to be where you need to be in a lot of those situations. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, but yeah. So so now for people, how are they? You know, going to prepare for, for for those that do have to go back and don't have uh, an opportunity to work from home? They got young children. What is that going to mean for them? Right. They're preparing for the fall. You know, like so some people are optimistic. I think a lot of people are realizing like, okay, well, the school thing, we're not so optimistic about that anymore. Uh, people are preparing for maybe uh, no return to jobs. How many restaurants, a thousand, tens of thousands of restaurants are not going to- I heard 30% are, are going to be gone. Yeah, and not reopen. Now, and I can't, I got to find that number. You know what? My don't, wife, don't my wife that. tracks all that stuff. So she was telling me, but I don't remember either. Yeah. Um, you don't remember hearing 30%? No, I, she gave me a number in America, no, the number of restaurants. That, mm. So they gave a, an actual number. Uh, but the point is, is like a lot of businesses are closing. A lot of people are out of work. And um, how do you prepare for that without losing your mind? Plus, like Bonger keeps bringing up, election. Oh, yeah. And when, not the doctrine when, of election, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When's Biden going to get out of his bunker? He's oh. got his bug out bag. Oh, you know, he's just bugged out. No, he's just... <laughs> 
mean, you've been watching the videos of him. What the one where he's like all of them? No, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, I just sent Steve one today. I didn't send it to you. Oh, you're busy. Cool. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's I, I love. Mm-hmm. I love inside jokes. Yeah, it's not an inside. Part, joke. I wish to be a part of one one day. Yeah. Oh, listen, all I do is hear about your inside jokes with your special friends that you go to what dinner special and birthday parties with. Who? Yeah. Who? Oh, you know those people. I that, don't know who you're, yeah, talking, you're talking about. about the Earls and the the Hussies and I don't know. It's like got like you know. I just don't know mm-hmm. what to say to you. Yeah. Well, how about why don't you join? You could say that. You really want to come? Try it. All right. Hey, Joe. Hey, what's up? What are you doing Saturday night? That's a rude question. <laughs> that's not how you ask. You might ask me to move your, your no, piano. No, no, doesn't no, it's matter. Not, it doesn't you, matter. Yeah, here's what you do. Here's how you invite people. You say, you don't, You never say, hey, what are you doing Saturday? That's a rude question to ask anybody. It is not That rude. is a rude question. Not at all. You never ask people, hey, what are you doing Friday? Uh, none of your business. That's what I'm doing. Why? What's up? And when people ask me that, I just go, I'm not sure. Why? And then they go, oh, uh, because we're having a birthday party for my two-year-old. Like oh yeah well turns out I'm busy, but why? why but if they but why can't you just say like how about this? Fine okay let's do this reverse okay, okay. right go ahead go ahead. you do it to me ask me you know hey uh, hey Jimmy what, I'm gonna ask you a rude question no no, what, no don't what, don't oh, okay. straight let's right. let's get this yeah hey Jimmy what are you what are you doing Saturday mm, not quite you know uh, nothing I got nothing on my calendar nothing cool on my, yeah what's cool. up uh, I need you to help me move a piano I don't do that <laughs> see. No, but, but now, but see, no, now I, you look like a jerk. So what? People yeah. know that. People know I don't help move. I don't yeah. move pianos. I you don't, don't pick them up from the airport. airport. <laughs> yeah, people know. People know I've got my rules, and I, I, I just don't. And they don't ask. See, I would rather pretend to be a nice person. Why? Um, I feel like that's lying to the oh, individual. Oh, it absolutely. Well, it's not lying. Yes, it's it just is. not full transparency. Okay, I'd rather just be transparent okay. and say, Nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's a better way to go. It I don't is. know. I, I just don't. I don't, it's I don't, an invasive question. No, because I don't want no, to have question. to sit there. What are there you doing Saturday? And, yeah. So why don't you ask me, uh, like, why don't you just invite me to something? Try that. No, no, no. Well, because, no, that's it, worse to me. No, it's way not. Hey, I'm having a celebration at my house. Going to invite some people over. We're going to going to celebrate the kids' birthdays. Would you like to come? That's how you do it. You don't ask them, what are you doing? No, but see, that's just it. You uh, put them in a defensive posture as soon as you do it that way. It's not defensive. Yeah, because then they have to justify why they're not going to come. Why? No, you have to justify nothing. That's yeah. your time. I don't own it. Yeah. No, but then they feel bad. Then they have to come. This is why you go to so many birthday parties. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like going to some of those. Mm. I like going you, to them. Uh, you like going to what? I like going to those. You said some of those. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. So let's get back to this, Jimmy. So, you know, people are like, okay, let's just talk about the election for a minute. Mm. It's going to be a disaster either way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's, mean, there's going to be fallout. People are not going to be happy. People are, okay. If Trump wins... And I'm going to go ahead and predict it. I think Trump's going to win. Um, not because I think he's the better man. I'm not arguing any of that stuff. I'm just saying, I feel like I know America. America. I think I think Trump's going to get it. Now, if they had ran a different candidate, uh, I think Trump might lose. But uh, in this case, I, I Yeah, it depends so. on that candidate, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, at any rate, um, if Trump wins, people are going to lose their minds. And you know, I wouldn't call it even if it was another candidate. I don't think I, I, th- I still think Trump would have won is going to win. Yeah. I mean, it, he, there, there's a lot of re- I, I, here's what I think a huge percentage of people that are saying I will not vote for Trump are going to vote for Trump 100 percent and just not admit it because it's so embarrassing. And so it's, it's, that's why it's funny to me. Like you look at the polls and you can't believe mm-hmm. polls, but the polls are always like, no, you know, like uh, only 30 percent are going to mm-hmm. vote for Trump or something like that. And then they ask the same people, who do you think is going to win? 60 percent Trump. <laughs> 
how do you go? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, uh, anyway, sorry, neither here nor there. All right. So you're getting a peek into how we think uh, about these things. We don't talk about <laughs> politics a lot here on air, but we do we do talk about that stuff. Um, offer. So, and if Biden wins, people are going to lose their minds. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, the, people have been locked up, cooped up, losing jobs, losing money, losing freedoms, uh, regardless of how this pans out. We better get ready for the fallout of the mm-hmm. fall, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, so then, Joe, like, when we're talking about then preparing for that, yeah. right? I know we joked, you know, about the, the bug out bags and, and the bunk. What? Who's joking? You're telling me what you got to have an old vehicle that's not dependent on computer systems. So when there is an EMP, um, you know, here's here's the thing: you what you keep in your bag, Jimmy, yeah, matters. Yeah. This is why so many people ask me what's in my bag. What's in your bag? What's in your bag? Yeah, so yeah, I've been yeah. sharing these links, right? Yeah, yeah, I got cool yeah, stuff. I, yeah, I see that. I got yeah. all kinds, all kinds really of stuff. I like your medical kits. Yep. Yeah. Like, what's in your bag? Is your bag going to help you? Let's look what's in your bag. Hang on. Where's your, wait, hold on, wait, your on. saddle back, your eight thousand dollar bag. Hey, I'm gonna grab it. Just hold second. on. Wait, 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 wait. You gotta. That's it. But hold on. Wait. But then I get to look at yours. I what? I get to. No, no, no. If you're gonna infringe on my what? You know, pri- right to privacy. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna look in your bag. Okay, but okay? I get to look at yours. Okay. All right. Sure. You can look in my bag. All right, go ahead. My bag's cool. All right. So um, you, you got all these straps and like so I obviously cigars and pens. Cigars, pens. Okay, it's not gonna really help you, but it's good to have. You got napkins. We've been napkins. Eating at, what are these Taco Bell napkins? Well, yeah, I got. Okay, I, th- I'm not what done till ten o'clock. I'm not it isn't. Done. Wait a minute. I pulled out napkins. <laughs> I said, "Are these Taco Bell napkins?" I had no idea what they were. And then I reach in, and there is no, a <laughs> bag of Taco Bell, and inside. Okay, it's, it's a burrito. Is, it's a burrito. You have a warm. Listen, that burrito. is that is because I'm I'm not. What kind of a burrito is this? It's a beefy frito. Is that any good? What are you doing? Are you biting? Why are you eating my... Bro, mm. I got DG tonight. Like This is like, I'm not done till 10 o'clock You tonight. can share a bite with me. All right, all right. Why do you have a burrito in your bag? Because I'm going to eat later. That is gross. No, is that is the gross... You have a, a so, okay, I got lukewarm my water. burrito. I got my water. Nobody I cares got, about your water. You know. Uh, what? What else? I mean, you know, I just got a bunch of stuff. What just Whatever. What? Is this cologne? What do you... Okay, Joe. Joe, I, I, what the? You have you have cologne samples, Clive Christian <laughs> cologne said, samples in your bag. They said me a lot. What in the world, bro? Joe, bro they said, dude, they you've said got me a lot. vial after vial of. They send me samples. Why are they sending you these? Samples? Because they know I like them. And they, what they the heck? <laughs> oh, we're putting a picture of this up. I'm putting a picture of what's in your bag up. Joe, what? what? I've never seen. Don't make fun of me for this. This is what this is sad. No, it is. I don't not. even understand. It depends on the. I'm gonna spray, spray it. All right, go ahead. Which one did you do? Let me see that one. Let me oh. see. Let me smell. Let me oh, see it which smells one like is. grandma. Oh my gosh. What? Is, seriously, dude. No, no. Ooh, dude, that's woody leather. That's a Ooh, good one. No, it's not. It's grandma. See, it de- no, it depends on mm-hmm. the. Uh, put my other ones. Those no, ones are actually. No, no, it, no, no. Put those ones We've in all there. had enough of your pheromones. No, oh, the, yeah, put these back. Put those ones. Those are limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're, you've got a dandy bag. You, no, I got. You are the definition of a dandy. No. Joe, it depends on the situation. It depends on how hot or cool it is. Oh, it smells Listen, so bad right that now. That smells really good. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Gosh. That is a fantastic fragrance. All right, now here. Okay, pass so your, can we, pass me your bag. <laughs> no, we're not doing the bag. No. Oh, I would, but oh, we've actually got to get into this. Here, people, I'm so I'm sorry, Jimmy. We're not going to look at my bag. Hey, but thanks for sharing your bag. That was a lot of fun. Good to see what's in your bag. And, uh, apparently, uh, you are like a, a 
perfume spritzer. Is that what you do part time? You go to the mall and you spray people? No, I don't. Oh, they it send it. They, so dude, it smells good. They send it to me. And listen, you'll thank me later. Mm -hmm. Once you get home, you'll thank me. I would, but my wife is at jujitsu, so I'm gonna get home. <laughs> Dog. All right. So how do we prepare? How do we prepare? So we, when we were talking about it, we thought the the only way Christians can actually prepare for serious disappointment, frustration. Your fragrance has got to me, dude. Oh, That's good. No, it's not. It's Bro, so that is so good. This is why I say you wear too much cologne. No. It's not that you spray too much. It's that uh -uh. it's too powerful. That's what it is. A, well, you got oh. it. it. It Listen. You got to wear this under four shirts. One spritz under well, four shirts. You know, you're not. I you am. You have no shirt I'm on. I'm basically shirtless. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Continue. Full Jerry Fall, Jerry. Um <laughs> All right, so we were, we were talking about this, and so obviously you can prepare, you prepare your kids, prepare your 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 your, your life, you know, look for a new job, there's all kinds of stuff. But honestly, you know, there's only so much that we can control. There's a lot out of our control. Yeah, and yeah. And so we started talking about Romans eight, right? Now I know it's a lengthy passage, so why don't we take, a, you know, a paragraph at a time? All right, why don't okay. you go ahead and start? Okay, so Romans eight, eighteen. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been growing together in the pains of childbirth until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we eagerly wait for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope, we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope for who hopes for what he sees. But if we have hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. We'll just stop there. Mm. Now the sufferings here are probably mostly focused on persecution, the hardships of being a Christian, and that's still relevant for us. We talked about that yeah, recently yeah. on the last episode. But all sufferings, all the pain, all the effects of the fall that impact us cause us and creation itself to groan and that leads us to set our hope on what is ultimately true ultimately real and will ultimately victoriously demonstrate uh the glory and the supremacy of jesus again just to go back to the last episode our eschatology becomes fundamental in preparing for the fall yeah. And not just the fall of America. I mean, you know, the the season that we're about to enter into, which is going to be filled with a lot of disappointment for a lot of people. Yeah. And so knowing that ahead of time, right, knowing that ahead of time and setting uh, setting our eyes on what we should be hoping for and longing for mm -hmm. and desiring more of, uh, I think it, it reorients. Is that, it, that yeah, you know, totally. it, it keeps us oriented. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Uh, it keeps us oriented on what we should be focusing mm -hmm. on. Right. And looking forward to and longing for because, I mean, there's. Listen, despite all of the unknowns, mm -hmm. right? Despite all the unknowns of the fall, right? there's things that we do know that we can look forward to. You know, I, there's a lot um, that relate to our faith mm -hmm. that we look forward to. But one of the things that I think is, has been overlooked mm. lately yeah. is the 2020 Doctrine and Devotion Conference on Covenant. Smooth criminal. Theology. You are a smooth operator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going down uh, Friday and Saturday, September 18th and 19th in Geneva, Illinois at Faith Lutheran Church. These are our, our bros and our sisters that are letting us worship there for a few weeks. Uh, they're letting us have the conference there as well. Man, they're so kind to Very us, Very cool people. Now, listen, um, this is going to be, Jimmy and I preaching a bit. 
but really what you're going to come for? Sam the Man Renahan. Sam the Man Good Talking about covenant theology. Listen, if you're, covenant the, if you're a covenant theologian, you need to hear Sam. Yeah. Because you need to get sharper. If you don't know or understand covenant theology, you need Sam. Because Sam has the ability to not only go deep and, and, and write and, and teach profoundly, but he can simplify things. Yeah, he can dumb it down for Steve. Oh, listen, Steve, like I wouldn't give Steve like the big mamma jammas on the on divine impassibility because mm. he, he's not ready for that. No, no. You know what he is ready for? Sam's primer. Oh. Yeah, now that is a perfect introduction to divine impassibility. So head on over to doctrineanddevotion.com slash conference. You can get all the details there. You can register. We've got a bunch of people signing up. Mm. You know what? We ain't afraid of COVID. We got it covered, man. We'll, we'll keep everybody safe. We'll get in there. We'll do yep. our thing. It's going to yep. be awesome. It's going to be sanitized. We've already got, we're putting our, our protocols in place yep. right now yep. on how we're going to handle things. You're going you're gonna to be fine. We're not going to John MacArthur this thing, uh, but oh, we're not going to, well, I'm just saying we're not, <laughs> but we're also not going to go to the other extreme and like make everybody sit in bubbles. So, you know, no, no, we got it worked yeah. out safe, yeah. just like we're doing at Redeemer. So check it out. You know, what's you talk about how our theology orients us. Right, And this hope that we read about in Romans 8 orients us so that we can actually pass through the wilderness of our afflictions without losing our way. Like if you were to look in my bag, one of the things that you'd find hmm. in my bag is a good compass. I got a good compass in my bag. Wh- why? Because you never know. That's why you are never you, are know. You, oh, wait, 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 wait. I got baby wipes in there. I got everything in there. Fire starting tools. Hold on. I got everything in my bag. When have you ever found yourself lost to the degree that you're like, better get my compass out? Never. But when it happens, but you, who's going to have a compass? There's an app for that. No. But if there's an EMP and it wipes out all electronics all across America and all you have are like these, um, what do you call it? Lo-fi tech. Sort of so stuff. let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to hear this scenario. Okay. I want to hear this scenario because mm-hmm. you know what? When, even if an EMP went off here, yeah. you're telling me you can't figure out your way home? No, it's not about getting home. It's about getting to your safe space. Now, here's the thing. So hold on, safe yeah, space. Safe space. No, 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 not like, not no, like, no, like defined, defined, okay. defined. A, a, a place that's far remote that you can get to that will have a group of other people uh-huh. in which you can form a little community okay. and fight off the zombies or whatever is out yeah. there. Okay, so, okay. so, yeah. So I'm going to the to, to the hooses. Like we've already got it mapped out. We got a map, printed map. We know it. We know how long it would Darn take it. us to walk there. Darn it. Yeah, it would take us about 12 hours to well walk there. Well done. Because mm-hmm. I was about to say it doesn't matter to have a compass if you don't even have a safe place. Because yeah. you don't even have a safe place. Yeah, we do. When did Andrew invite you? Oh, he didn't. I'm just taking over. Okay, I'm about the, to say the, the, because like, Ali I can, and I have already discussed this. Yeah. Oh, and, listen, you are not surviving the apocalypse. Oh, You'll be gone yes. day one. Day no, one, no, no. Day one. No, because I'm I'm hitching. I'm hitching myself to Allie. Yeah, you'll get picked up by a bunch of like no, cannibal zombies. No, Allie will protect my family. Okay, Allie is dangerous. I know. But you won't I make it to not, her house. That's what I'm no, saying. No, no, I'm going to make it. I'll you'll never it. make it. Not you'll in my it. car. All right. So <laughs> my point was, is that theology like this is a compass, right? So you know where you're going. You know what direction you're supposed to go because of our doctrine, this future glory that we're waiting for. And even in the midst of all of this trouble, um, you know, Romans continues and, sh- and, and c- continues to encourage us on how to persevere through this in yeah. the midst of our weakness. Uh, verse 26. Likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit, because the spirit intercedes for s- the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for the- all those... Sorry, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good 
For those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, mm-hmm. in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. Bada bang. Bada bam. Jeez. That's huge because in the midst of our trials yeah. and tribulations, we are weak. We are hurting. We don't know what to do. We don't yeah. know what to say. We're not omniscient. We're yeah. finite, fallen, crummy little petty babies. And we freak out at everything. Look at what we're doing in America right now. Everybody's freaking out. Yeah. And so it's us. And turning on each other. I, oh, my gosh. It really is. It is. It, it, it's it, the purge. It, it's like the purge, and it's like, of course, the Christian purge is the worst because uh, they only do it online. But anyway, they only do it online. Oh, they like you'd they, rather they do it in person, like actual purge. I would rather them. You'd rather there be a physical purge than a virtual purge. I would rather them not be sniping online at all. But it just bothers me that they're always such big talkers online. Just I don't like it. I don't like it. All right, all right. So, um. What were we talking about? Uh, purging. Pur- <laughs> <laughs> so we are weak and we're frail and yes. we don't know what to do. And then the Lord says, I'm going to help you. Not only do you have this future hope that you're looking forward to and all creation yes. is longing for Yes, it, I love it. I'm going to help you in the yes. midst of your you, weakness. You have this future, this yep. future hope, yep. but the present help. Yep. This future hope mm-hmm. and promise. Yep. But his present presence. Oh, I like that. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Did Jimmy's that work? Preach. Did that work? Jimmy's, that, 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 that works. worked. That'll, right. that'll preach. That'll preach. So- he, he hasn't left us alone. And we have this thing. Listen, don't make light of verse 28. I, I, I Honestly, I am getting tired of people that's like, oh, that's just a verse. People throw it, people. Listen, it's one of the most important verses for our faith. I'm going to read it. Go read, I'm it. read it. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. What? For those who are called according to his purpose. What? Yeah. Wait. All things? All no, things. No, no, We're no, no, no. For most things. Mo- okay, okay, most things. All things. No, is that most things? I think in the Greek it says most things. No, 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 no. Some hey, things. No, no. Like you like some birthday parties. Got <laughs> 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 you. Dude, that was such a Freudian slip. Oh, no, I know, <laughs> I know. For for all things work together for good. Even, even our affliction, even the pain, the disappointment, the frustration, the COVID. COVID, kids, school, jobs, that doesn't make light of our suffering. It gives meaning to our suffering. Yeah. It leverages our suffering so that we aren't overwhelmed by it, so that we can actually look at it and go, this is terrible. This is painful. I hate this. These are bad things that are happening. And yet, God will use it for my good, for my becoming. That's huge. Yeah. And it's for all those, right? Mm-hmm. Called according to his purpose. Yeah. So even understanding in the midst of this that that our Lord is sovereign and in mm-hmm. control and in charge of all things. I love it. I love it. And and and, and what the part of that purpose, right, is is listed out there in verse 30, right? Predestined, called, justified, glorified, glory. That's where you're going. So all of the afflictions that we're experiencing now are part of the process that leads us to glory. Mm. And one of the things that I've seen, especially in older saints that have weathered all of the storms, they wouldn't be the godly men or women that they are today without the afflictions, without oh. the sufferings. It, it, God uses that as a part of the sanctification process. That's what I see. And it encourages me greatly. So, you know, we've got a, a, a lot of things to look forward to. And we got a lot of things to be concerned about mm. i don't i don't take the state of our country lightly i'm concerned about it yeah but the one thing that i am sure of is what paul says here in romans 8 that 
Even if the world is against us, God is for us, and nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. Not tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. None of these things can separate us from the love of God. That's our hope. That's our confidence. That's the orientation that you were talking about mm -hmm. that helps us to navigate through this fall. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrDevotion.com. There you can. What are you doing? <laughs> It smells so bad. No, it does not. Oh, Don't my lie. gosh. Blow your smoke on me. This is terrible. No. There you can contact oh. us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, joefostore.com, and grab some gear. Oh. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later.